On today's episode, I'm going to share with you how God taught me to change an object lesson I was going to teach my children, and then share five empowering tips that will help you connect and fill yourselves when you are feeling drained. And to cap it all off, I'm going to tell you a funny story about my cute Nathan that should make you laugh. Stay tuned. Welcome to Stories of Hope in Hard Times, the show that explores how people endure and even thrive in difficult times, all with God's help. I'm your host, Tamara K. Anderson. Join me on a journey to find inspiring stories of hope and wisdom learned in life's hardest moments. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of the Stories of Hope in Hard Times podcast. I'm your host, Tamara K. Anderson. Today, I want to talk about something that I feel is so, so needed in the world today. I don't know about you, but I've seen a lot of discouraged, drained, exhausted, and just worn out people. This has been a challenging year. It's been challenging because of the changes. It's been challenging physically, emotionally, mentally. And I have just seen so many people who are depleted, and I have felt that way myself. And so because of that, I thought, Tamara, you need to talk about this. I have to go back to April of this year when I was feeling the need to teach this same concept to my children about how often we feel drained, we feel worn out. They'd been home from school for a month. They just found out that school is canceled for the rest of the year. And they were just feeling, oh, darn it, so exhausted and so frustrated and all of that. And so my question is, what do we do? How do we replenish that inner supply of strength when we're feeling down. How do we do it? And that's what I'm dedicating today's podcast to is five empowering actions to take when you're feeling drained, exhausted, worn out, and just feel you can't go on. So going back to this lesson that I was trying to teach my kids, I started trying to think about how I could teach it with an object lesson. And I, I, in my brain, I was picturing, okay, maybe I could get a pitcher uh, that you put water into and take cupfuls of water and talk about each of the things you can do to fill yourself up and dump a glass of water in for each one. And then you can then share what you have with others. And as I was thinking and praying about that concept, um, God said, that is not how it works, Tamara. (laughs) I love it when, when God tells you, nope, that's not quite it, because hopefully then he tells you how it works better. Anyways, so the good news is, is he gave me a visual picture of what would work better than that object lesson. And so let me tell you what I did. I ended up getting a big, big plastic juice bottle and that was empty. I rinsed it out and I took a big uh, drill bit and I drilled a hole in the bottom of it. And then I screwed the hose to our house outside onto the bottom of it. And then I turned the water on 
and the water filled this bottle up until it was overflowing. And the image it painted in my mind as I taught my kids this object lesson, which God had first taught me, was first that when we are tapped into the correct power source, we have enough inside that we can fill ourselves and then share and give to others. And I loved teaching this lesson because not only did I learn something in the process of it, but as I pondered it, yes, we talk about Christ being living water, but really, I think what we're tapping into is light. And I've come to visualize it as kind of a spiritual umbilical cord that ties us to God, because I believe that every person born on this earth is a child of God. We read about that in the scriptures. And that we are, as the Jesuit priest Pierre Telhard de Chardin observed, We are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And spiritually, we are tied to God. We are his children, and he can connect with us, and he can fill us with whatever it is that we need. If we're feeling drained, we can tap into God and he can fill us, even so we're overflowing and can share and give that light, that living water to others. So let's get on to these five empowering actions we can each take to tap into that spiritual umbilical cord because it's there. So the first thing that we need to do is we need to realize that we are the ones that control how much light or how much living water comes into us. It's our choice. Joshua in the Old Testament said, Choose you this day whom ye will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You'll see all over in the scriptures invitations where God says stuff like, Draw nigh unto God, and he will draw nigh unto you. So God is saying, if you come to me, I will give this to you. And and so he always lets us take the first step. The spiritual umbilical cord is there attached to us. It's ready to nourish us, to fill us with God's light, with his love, to fill us fill us with strength beyond our own when we don't feel we can go on, but he first needs us to flip the switch. He needs us to turn the light on. The plug is in the plug, but we need to be willing to flip the switch. We need to believe first that God is there and that he will bless us and that we can go to him and he will bless us. So believe that, have that faith that you can tap into your source of inner light in a better, stronger way. One of the cool things about the opening verses in the Old Testament is it talks about the impact the Spirit of God has on a place of darkness. And so it says, In the beginning God created heaven and earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. So it was dark. And then listen to what happens. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light. 
and there was light. And so the moment you allow the Spirit of God into your soul, into your life, in a greater and better degree, it will fill you with light. Okay, so that's the first tip. Flip the switch. Choose to tap in. Choose to turn that light on. Second, communicate with God. And then the New Testament and all throughout the scriptures, it says, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. This kind of goes back to what we were just talking about in the last principle. You take that first step, God gives. Okay? So when we communicate with God, he blesses us. Now you can communicate in prayer. That's how I do it. Some people meditate to connect to their source. I pray. And so you can talk to God about your joys, your sorrows, your hardships. You can talk to him about how drained you're feeling, how exhausted. Um, talk to him also about what you should do to increase the flow of light and connection with him. Because that is the challenge. I feel drained. I feel exhausted. I feel like people are putting their power supplies into me instead of in, into you. And I just feel like I'm giving all day and I'm just drained or my challenges are draining me. But talk to him. Talk to him about how you're feeling, about what you're doing. And then I want to give you one other tip that will increase the flow 10 times. I swear it totally works. And here's the secret. It is the word gratitude. Being thankful. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, it says, In everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. With thanksgiving. So as you pray and you thank him, and you may have to think hard to think of things to thank him for, life and breath and another day of sunshine or rain or wind. We've had a really windy week here in Utah with trees down everywhere, but I am thankful for air, <laughs> clean air. It actually blew out the smoke that we were getting from California, <laughs> but um, be thankful. Find things to be thankful for, food and sight and taste and smell, health, that is such a big key thing right now. Find things. You can find things to be thankful for, and God will bless you to tap in to a greater extent to him and fill you with strength and light. There's one final tip that I'd like to point out. There are times when you feel so drained you don't feel you can do anything other than pray. And I can't even tell you how many times I've had those silent prayers answered. And that is because God is merciful. And it is good to be talking to a merciful God when you are completely drained. He says in Psalm 86, 5, For thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive, and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. And I have to tell you that there's been times when I feel I couldn't go on another minute. And he has blessed me and strengthened me to make it through that minute. 
and then the next minute after that. So God is merciful to those who call on him. So don't forget, when you're at your lowest point, to turn to him. I testify he will be there, and he will help you, and he will strengthen you. All right, so we've had two tips so far. Choose to flip the switch, communicate with God, on to number three, consume uplifting content. Now, I mentioned before that connecting with God, that the light switch is in our control. Have you ever seen a light switch that has dimmer capabilities? Sometimes they have a little switch off to the side that helps you push it all the way up to maximum brightness, or you can dim it down to be super dim There's different times of day when you want like full power and then times of day you want it to be calmed down. When we choose content that we consume, we decide whether we're allowing more light into our lives or less light into our lives. And it just depends on what we are consuming, what we are thinking about, what we are bringing into our mind. And so, I'd love to invite you to consider three categories of ways to bring light and knowledge into yourself. First, and always read God's word. Do some scripture study every day. In Psalm 119.105, the psalmist says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. He talks about God's word being a lamp, being a light. And that's what it is. It helps us increase the brightness inside of our soul. Now, that doesn't mean that every day you read the scriptures, you're going to be joyful and happy and full of life and light. It does help increase it, but that doesn't mean that every day is going to be sunshine and rainbows. It's just not. (laughs) But it can help you get through your hard times better than if you weren't because you have that inner strength that comes from God and from relying on him. The second thing you can do is you can choose to read uplifting books, listen to uplifting music, devotionals, talks, podcasts. You're listening to this right now. Check that box. Hopefully this is an uplifting podcast that is turning the light on inside of you. It's connecting you with God. It's giving you inspirational ideas and thoughts that help you improve yourself. Those are the types of things that are good that you want to bring into your life. And then the third thing I want to advise you is to turn also again to Philippians chapter 4, but this time we're going to look at verse 8 at what Paul counseled the Philippians to do. He said, whatsoever things are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, or of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. So put these positive, uplifting things things, whatever they are, put them in. And I'm not saying that you're never going to get negative content that you're bringing in. You will, okay? But just make sure that the positive that you're bringing in is outweighing the negative because that is what increases the flow of light inside of you, the flow of strength, the flow of being able to rely on someone who is solid, who is God in these hard times. All right, that's tip number three, consume uplifting content. Let's go to tip number four, walk in the light. 
I love, love, love the verse in Isaiah chapter 2, verse 5, where he says, Come ye and let us walk in the light of the Lord. I want you to picture a path that you're going down, and maybe it's a dirt path, but you have the choice of where you're going to walk on that path. And sometimes you might get distracted and walk off to the side a little bit, and then you kind of course correct and you get back on the middle of the path. And that is life, right? We're walking down a path, we're trying to obey God's commandments, and sometimes we get a little distracted and we get a little off the path and we repent and then we have to course correct and come back on. But the invitation here is to do your best to follow God's word and act accordingly to keep the commandments because that naturally has blessings and light that will flow to you from God as you keep his commandments. He wants to bless you. And as you keep his commandments, he automatically blesses you. And you may thinking, you may be thinking, Tamara, I mess up all the time. Guess what? I do too. <laughs> I mess up all the time too. And so thank goodness for repentance. Repentance allows us to tap into the power of Jesus Christ, his gift of forgiveness and mercy that he paid for those sins, those mistakes that we we have made, and it allows us to course correct. I think it is not by accident that Jesus is called the light and that he is the one that we can tap into to give us better and stronger light when we have made mistakes, that light which can heal those mistakes inside of us. It is a healing power. It is a healing light as we allow it into our lives. So walk in the light. And that's those two components, both of walking by keeping the commandments and of continuous repentance, because all of us are going to make mistakes. All right, that's tip number four. Final tip is the word shine. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, Ye are the light of the world. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So our job is to shine and to serve our fellow men. And it's not our light that we are shining. It is his because he is the power source that we have tapped into. It's not a prideful shining. It is a humble shining because you know you are reflecting God's light. We're just an instrument in his hands. We are the light that others can sometimes see. We shine the light of God so others can see and be warmed by it and be strengthened by it. God often answers other people's prayers through us or answers our prayers through others. We are interconnected through light. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more next week with my guest, Rob Gentile, who had a near-death experience, and he talked about that. So just a little teaser for next week. Anyway, I can't wait for that episode. So let me finish this off by talking about shining and then in a conclusion. <sighs> Jesus said, I am the light of the world. When we feel dim, disheartened, run down, weary, we can recharge from the eternal power source, Jesus Christ. And once we are charged, we can strengthen our brethren. 
The interesting thing is that as we serve, God blesses us with more power and more light. Service is just one of those things that blesses us and helps us and infuses more light and strength into our soul. It's an interesting thing to give God's light and yet to have that light replaced by God as we give it. I'm going to conclude with an interesting story that takes us back to the Old Testament times. One of the plagues the Egyptians had during the Exodus was three days of thick darkness. There wasn't light, but the promise of God during our time is the same as he gave to the Israelites in those days of the plagues. In Exodus chapter 10, verse 23, we read, but all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. They had light in their dwellings during a time of darkness. Isn't that powerful to think that during modern day plagues, we can have light in our souls. We can be strengthened by a power source that is not going to dim. It's not going to run out. Like an eye phone or an iPod or a cell phone or a computer, this will not run out of power. And so it is good to have something secure to tap into in a time of change. It is good to be able to first remember that the switch to flip is on our side and to flip that switch. Second, communicate with God. Remember, He expects us to ask and then to 10x that, remember gratitude. Tip number three, consume uplifting content. Remember first God's word and then adding good uplifting content that you put into your soul so that God can turn the light on even more. Fourth, walk in the light. Remember, we do that by doing two things. We keep God's commandments and we continually course correct (laughs) when we make mistakes. And tap into Jesus Christ, the light, to help us and to heal us and to keep us on the path. Fifth, we shine. We shine, we shine. Remember that others feel weary too. We're all going to have days when we're feeling down and discouraged, when we feel especially depleted no matter what we do. And perhaps you can follow impressions that day to lift up the hands that are hanging down beside you and around you in many different ways. On to a glorious promise. This podcast is called Stories of Hope in Hard Times. The greatest hope we have, my friends, is that as we connect to God's source, our light will go brighter and brighter. In fact, he tells us in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18, but the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day, What is the perfect day? Revelations 22 verses 4 and 5 tells us that in the next life, we will see his face and be in the holy dwelling before the throne of God, where, quote, there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever the next life, my friends. We will dwell with God in a place of never-ending light.
and then we will be filled with joy and peace and happiness. So just hold to that. This life is a time of testing. It's not perfect. It's a time when there, when our inner light will be dimmed and feel empty sometimes. But remember to connect to God as much as you can. All right. We've had an awesome time here together. Let's conclude with something fun. This past Sunday, we celebrated my oldest son's birthday because he's going up to college and we won't be able to celebrate it on his birthday. And so we had like an early birthday party and I made a cake and I stuck it on the stove to cool. And my son, Nathan, came over and because he has autism, he can't always express what he's thinking verbally. And so sometimes... um, He'll sing a little bit and jump around our house, but this time he did something so funny that he has never done before. He took a song that he usually sings and he changed one of the words, and it was all about cake. (laughs) It was something like, we're gonna have a cake, it's time to have a cake, Oh, it's time to have a cake. And so the words of the song that were original to it, he changed because he was so excited that we were going to have cake. (laughs) So may that make you smile, add a little upliftment to your life, and turn your light on a little bit brighter. I hope you smiled and found these five empowering tips helpful and empowering to you so you can tap into God's power source and shine. Have an awesome day, guys. Hope on. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's show. I know that there are many of you out there that are going through a hard time, and I hope you found things that have been useful today as you listen to the podcast. If you would like to access the show notes from today's podcast, visit my website. It is storiesofhopepodcast.com. That is where you'll find favorite quotes from today's episode and shareable memes. And those are fun because you can share them with your friends on social media. You will also find the links mentioned throughout today's episode so you don't have to remember what those were. And also all the tips that were shared. Sometimes tips are shared so much throughout an episode you forget. What were those great things? So go to the show notes, storiesofhopepodcast.com to look up these fantastic resources. You know, if someone kept coming to mind during today's episode, perhaps that means that you should share this with them. Maybe there was a story shared or a tip that they really, really need to hear. So go ahead and share this episode with them. May God bless you, especially if you are struggling with hope to carry on and with the strength to keep going when things get tough. Remember to walk with Christ, and He will help bear that burden. Above all else, remember God loves you.